But allow me to take it a little bit further. You won't move forward if you're always going back. Back to unhealthy relationships. Back to negative thought patterns. Back to toxic habits. How can you move forward if you keep going back? Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, a show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Thank you so much for joining me on Mission Driven with AC Cristales. It's freezing here in Dallas, Texas. It's Tuesday, February the 16th, and the state of Texas has been hit with a crazy, mad, humongous snowstorm. And my heart and my prayers go out to the people who are without power. In fact, I was scheduled to do an interview with somebody who I'm excited for you guys to listen to his story. I was scheduled to do it this evening, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to just because of the situation that's going on right now in Dallas, Texas. And I'm sure it's like that across many cities in the state of Texas. But wherever you find yourself listening to this podcast, I hope that it finds you well. I hope that it finds you with hope. You know, that's one of the things that I discussed in my last three episodes, you know, just the power of having an anchor, the power of having hope. So whatever situation you may find yourself in, I hope you find yourself with support, with comfort, So one of the things that I really, really, really want to commit myself to this year is just putting out consistent messages, right? Just being consistent with what I do with this podcast. You know, I'm consistent with my Cobra Kai podcast and I love it, you know, but it's one thing to be consistent with this. This is my heart. This is my calling. This is my purpose. This is my mission. So since I haven't written anything down, it's all good. Because I was able to search through my vault of things that I have written in the past. And I'm going to read to you something that I wrote back in October of 2009. Almost 12 years ago, man. So I hope that you will listen to it with an open heart and an open mind. And I hope that something in this message that I wrote, even though it was written back in 2009, something in this message will empower you, will help you, will motivate you, will inspire you wherever you find yourself. So here it goes. The power of failure. At the tender age of 16, I set my mind on the task of completing a dream that I was very passionate about. That dream was to write, produce, and record my own rap album. However, as a teen, I gave my life to Christ, and one of the first things I was taught was to give up rap music. Apparently, the pastors and elders at the church found my choice in music to be negative and felt that if I wasn't strong-minded enough, I would be led astray by the explicit lyrics found in the songs. Yet, some of those lyrics rang true in my life. I listened to the sounds of those raised in the streets because even though I wasn't raised on the east side of L.A. or on the south side of Chicago. I sure as hell wasn't raised in Beverly Hills. I sure as hell wasn't raised in an affluent suburb where teenagers were known for driving BMWs, Mercedes, and other new cars to school. I was born in Garland, Texas, a blue-collar town with a blue-collar working mother who instilled in me 
a blue-collar work ethic. It goes to say that it was not by choice either. No nine-year-old in their right mind would have ever chose to empty out garbage bins filled with dirty diapers over being outside at the park playing football with his friends. Yet, that was my reality as a child growing up without a father. With all the drama and pain, I needed to listen to something that I could relate to. And so it was in rap that I found my outlet. Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy cause the coward wasn't there. Yeah, that's one of the few lines that spoke to me. They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless, but all along I was looking for a father, he was gone. That's another one. But now the road got rough, you're alone, trying to raise two bad kids on your own. And there's no way I can pay you back, but my plan is to show you that I understand you are appreciated. Lyrics like the ones above from Tupac's song, Dear Mama, inspired me to make something out of myself, to make it out of my hell hole, and to show my mom that she was loved, or at least to alleviate some of the stress she had of being a single parent raising two boys. So enter God and his amazing grace, which soothed the pain I experienced growing up fatherless and healed me of my many memories of seeing my mother go through heartache and distress. As a baby in Christ, I knew I didn't want to cause my mom any more grief, which was what I was doing. And it was evident on the day when I was suspended from school for cussing out my English teacher. My mother, upon hearing the news, fainted. And it scared the devil out of me, too, because I had never witnessed anyone fainting before. I thought I had lost my mother. That experience was one of the many things that made me vow to myself to start doing some good in life, to start being better, if not for me, at least for my mom. So what could I do at the age of 14? Rap. However, now as a born-again believer, a born-again Christian, I knew that I couldn't use profanity or rap about drugs, sex, or gangs. What I could rap about was how God and his infinite love had covered my sin and my pain. And that's precisely what I rapped about. Two years later, at the age of 16, and after practicing my craft at church and really anywhere I could, I began recording my CD, which I entitled Called to be Free. It was a grueling process as I went to school in the morning, then went to work from three to six in the afternoon and then drove half an hour to a garage, which was converted into a studio to work on my dream. At 17, fresh out of high school, I completed the album, fully paid by my blood, sweat, tears, and also my money, which I had saved for my part-time job in high school. I experienced a lot recording that album, which one day, that whole story will be told. However, today as I write this reflection, I want to share with you that even though I realized my dream of recording my own album, months later after the CD was released, I felt like a complete failure. I felt like a failure because the CD was a flop. Yes, I was proud of the work and some close to me were as well, but the album did not appeal to the masses like I wished it would have. My goal was to not be the next Pac or Biggie, but I at least wanted to be the Kirk Franklin of gospel rap. But that didn't happen. Slowly but surely, the phone calls, the letters, the invitations to share my gift as a rapper stopped coming, and it devastated me. 
but the good news was that the work was not over. I think about Steve Jobs, CEO of Apple, who in 1976, at the age of 20, started Apple in his garage and introduced Apple I. In 1982, however, his sales of the Apple I decreased because of IBM's new PC. Jobs and his partner were not deterred as they started working hard on creating Lisa to compete with IBM's PC. But Lisa proved to be a failure. Nonetheless, Jobs did not dwell on Lisa's failures, but instead he kept working and finally, after months and years of working diligently, the Macintosh was created. By 1985, Jobs' company, Apple, had grown into a $2 billion company. Yet, wouldn't you know that Steve Jobs was fired from Apple? Apparently, the naysayers said he couldn't lead Apple into the 21st century. I can only imagine what he felt. What did I do wrong? Could I have done more? Why did this happen to me? I'm sure he felt like a failure, and even though he was a millionaire, I'm sure he also knew that money would never make someone complete. Because you can have it all and still be miserable because you lack purpose. Jobs took a little hiatus, but he quickly went back to work, and he sure didn't allow what happened at Apple to stop him from fulfilling his purpose. Jobs went on to create Next, which failed, but he then took over Pixar which made Jobs an instant billionaire when its stock went public. The best part of this was in 1996 when Apple was struggling and losing money to Microsoft. And that's when Jobs convinced them to buy Next and use its software on the next generation Mac OS. A year later, Jobs took back the crown that was his as CEO of Apple. And with him at the helm, Apple has flourished once again. I want you to think about your times of failure. Take some time right now to think about your times of failure. Do you dwell and waste your time thinking about failed projects, failed relationships, failed dreams? Allow me to tell you that times of failure will either propel you into your destiny and purpose or dispel you from them. Perhaps my album called to be free was my Apple One or Lisa. Yet today, I boldly profess that Mission Driven will be my Macintosh and Pixar. I'm not going to lie, though. I do get discouraged thinking what I am boldly professing will never really happen. At times, I also feel like a failure. But the key is to not be ruled by feelings or emotions The key is to always keep working. If something is not clicking, you must go back to the drawing board and keep pressing, keep pushing, keep believing. Steve Jobs stated in an interview that being fired from Apple was the best thing that ever happened to him because it forced him to be a beginner again. Yet it also freed him to enter into a time where he was the most creative. Where? Has your failure led you? Or where will your failure lead you? Where will your doubts that you're feeling right now lead you? As I conclude, I think about my failed projects. There are a lot of them. (laughs) 
I think about my failed relationships. There are a lot of those too. And I think about all the other times where I have failed and I say to myself, man, in spite of all those failures, I'm still here. I'm still here with an enormous drive to succeed and a will so strong. It can't and it won't stop me from working towards my purpose. It won't stop me from being creative and dreaming. No one ever said you weren't going to fail. The secret, my friend, is to always get back up. I'm going after my dream and fulfilling my purpose. Will you join me? Propelled or dispelled, the choice is yours. That about wraps up another episode of Mission Driven with AC Cristales. From the vault, baby. That's a story from the vault that I wrote, like I said, back in 2009. I have to admit that I added some things to it. Just a couple of words here and there, you know, to make it a little bit more present tense. But regardless, I hope that in those words, you can find some comfort. You can find some hope. And I hope that even though if you don't have an anchor, that this podcast can serve as an anchor for you. Again, I don't know what you're going through, but maybe you're listening to this podcast right now and you're struggling. You're struggling trying to find purpose. You're struggling trying to find a mission. You're struggling just with life. Well, let me give you some encouragement. We all fall. We all fail. The key, the key is what do you do after you fall? What do you do after you experience failure? So again, I hope these words that I shared with you from my heart speak life into your life. Guys, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Remember, if this podcast is encouraging you, empowering you, make sure to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to put five stars, all right? And if you have some time, even if you don't have some time, just real quick, you can just enter a quick rating and just say, hey, this podcast is awesome, amazing, and empowering or something like that. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to hit that follow button. So just remember, the mission is now. So remain mission driven. And as always, I wish you nothing but faith, hope, love. 